I don't know what's more confusing, learning astrology or just being a human. Moonday Musings is here to help with that. A weekly no bullshit guide for the upcoming cosmic forecast and how you can actually use this in your real life. wonderful witchy friend and neighbor. Happy Monday and happy Moon Day. Welcome to another episode of Moon Day Musings. If this is your first Moon Day here at That Witch Podcast, welcome. And I am so incredibly glad that you are here with us today. If this is nowhere near your first Moon Day with us, welcome back. Thank you for coming and spending another week with me here on the show. Um, We are in Pisces season. Holy cow. We're in Pisces season. We've got a full moon this week. We've got a lot to chat about. So without further ado, I would love it so much if you would join me in taking three big, deep cleansing breaths. Take a nice, big, deep breath in through your nose as full as you can go. And when you're ready, exhale out through your mouth and release that as much as you can, all the way emptying your chest cavity. And take two more deep cleansing breaths just like that, all on your own. If this is your first time here, I I really, really try to start out the week by offering us a moment of grounding a moment of cleansing and reset so that we can really open ourselves up to the astrology of the week from a grounded mind and an open heart. It's too easy to show up to our spiritual practice in a very, very emotionally demanding way. And it's not that those emotions that are driving that aren't valid emotions to be having. It's that if you lead with that in your energy, that is what is really going to be reflected back to you in astrology or really any spiritual tool that you're utilizing, not just astrology. So I always try to practice what I preach, lead by example, and start out by asking everyone to take three big, deep cleansing breaths, reset their energy from whatever it is you were doing before you hit play on this episode, and open yourself up to the cosmic messages or the celestial weather report of the week. I am wintering in this winter. I don't know about you, but I I just am really moving at a winter's pace right now. And there's this excitement and these little hints of spring coming. And we are still in winter right now. And it's easy for those early prickings of spring, as I like to call them, it's easy for that to kind of almost trick us (laughs) into a a spring-based 
movement or pace for herself. And I am really, really trying to take my own medicine, recognize the season, recognize what my body is communicating to me and allow myself to just be in this winter space. What about you? How are you feeling this season? Kind of let yourself yourself start thinking about that a little bit. Are you feeling the same this winter that you tend to feel during other winters? Is there anything different about this one? Let yourself just kind of start thinking about that. So this week on Moonday Musings, Pisces season is here. Like I said, yesterday on Sunday, February 18th, the sun moved into Pisces. And at the end of this week, we have a full moon in Virgo, which we will get to in just a bit here. We also have Mercury moving into Pisces this week on Friday, February 23rd. And Saturn has already been in Pisces and has been there for almost a year. I had to check that. I was writing down my notes and I was like, hasn't Saturn been there for a year? And then I was like, no, there's no way it's already been a year. And I looked it up and I was like, it has almost been a year, my friend. So big shout out of love to all of my neighbors in their Pisces return, in their, sorry, in their Saturn return in Pisces. Um, We're all sending you our love right now. The Saturn return, if you aren't familiar in astrology, it is when the planet Saturn returns to the same sign and position it was in when you were born. Your Saturn return hits its peak when Saturn moves to that exact position it was when you were born. Um, But the whole time that it's in just the sign in general, no matter what degree, no matter um, where in Pisces your Saturn falls, if it's in Pisces, you are in your either your first Saturn return or your second Saturn return, depending on how old you are. Your first uh, Saturn return takes place uh, going into your 30s, into your 30s, and the second one um, into your 60s. So with this Piscean energy, well, when a planet enters Pisces, that planet is entering into its dreamy, ethereal state. Pisces energy is deep feeling. It's a water sign. It is wildly imaginative very, very fantastical in nature. And it is naturally open to all magic and to the spiritual realms. So any planet that enters Pisces, or if you have any planets in Pisces, they express themselves through this dreamy, imaginative, almost childlike energy. And it's through the lens of Pisces, we are able to see how all things are connected. We feel and experience on that somatic level, trust and oneness with the universe. 
And all of these, all of these concepts, all of these themes when it comes to Pisces are very, in lots of ways, intangible physically. These are very conceptual themes, very conceptual energies and conceptual experiences. Things you can't necessarily see, but they do feel so strong. That is what makes them feel somewhat tangible. So they might not be physically tangible concepts, like I said, but they do feel very tangible because Pisces is so deep feeling. Now, this week, we have a full moon in Virgo at five degrees. And this is happening on Saturday, February 24th at 7.30 a.m. Eastern time. And when we have this full moon, Mercury, the sun, and Saturn will all be in Pisces together facing the moon in Virgo. Now, Mars and Venus, they will be in Aquarius hanging out very, very closely to one another. I believe only one degree apart. And they will be squaring off. Let's see here. Yes, Mars and Venus will be one degree apart, both hanging out in Aquarius with each other. And they are squaring Jupiter and Taurus right now. So what does all of this mean? What does this all translate to? Well, in a lot of ways, it's sort of like we have a foot in each of the unseen and the physical realms here because we have the moon and Jupiter respectively in earth signs, Virgo and Taurus. So we definitely have this energy, this focus, a connection to the earth realm and the physical realm right now. And then we also have Mars and Venus in Aquarius and the Sun, Mercury and Saturn in Pisces. And Aquarius and Pisces are both signs uh, that are very, very associated with realms that we cannot see. So Aquarius being an air sign, really operating on high and flourishing in the intellectual mental space and realms. And then Pisces, who is most comfortable hanging out in the dream space, <clears throat> the astral plane, any of the, any space that is out in the ether, Pisces is more comfortable being there than physically on earth. Because of this, during the month of February, when we can have an abundance of Pisces and Aquarius energy, we can get a really ramped up feeling inside of, I do not feel comfortable here. I do not belong. What am I doing? What is this meat sack I'm wearing around all the time? 
Why are we here? Why do we have to pay to live on this earth where we didn't even ask to be born and here we are? And why don't I get to go lay out in the grass all day? Or why don't I get to teleport away from this place out into the stars? Whatever that discomfort of self is and the here and the now and the present and the earth, just wanting to be so opposite of that or feeling incredibly detached from that or feeling incredibly disconnected from that. I want you to know right now, my friend, it's so normal to be feeling that way. If you yourself are feeling that way, it's so normal and part of the experience right now. And I wouldn't be surprised if you're going along, going along, feeling that way lots of the time right now. And then you keep having these little experiences, maybe little memory recalls, little things that happen or come across your path that make you smile or make you grateful to be there in that moment to get to witness it or to feel how it felt. Maybe it's connecting with a person, witnessing your kid do or say something, seeing the plants finally slowly but surely start pressing up out of the ground. The fact that you can now start to hear some of the birds coming back in the morning. They can start to feel this connection to earth as well. It's a very polarizing feeling. It's very exhausting to feel this way. And I want you to know that you're not alone feeling that way. It's so important that you know you're not the only one that feels that way. You're not the only one who is a soul having an earth experience. And that can be so goddamn tiring sometimes. And then you make it Pisces season. <laughs> and you just want to be dreaming all the time. So a lot may be calling you and pulling you from and to the ethereal space right now. This is the nature of Aquarius and Pisces season after all, okay? Is this pull to escape a little, dream a little, brainstorm, innovate. All of these things take place in our minds. And our minds are calling us right now. That's okay. And we still have that earthly anchor reminding us that our feet are in fact on the ground too. There is a push-pull. This can feel very polarizing, like I said. And I want to challenge you to open yourself up to believing in your own inherent infiniteness. You can expand when you are feeling this pull. You get to be the spiritual soul being and you get to be the human being. So 
I'm going to give you some ideas for how you can lean into and work with this week's energy. And I'm going to do this instead of pulling any cards this week. This is just a little something, something I'm trying out. Let me know what you think. So ideas for this week's energy. I want to challenge you to start or maybe dust off (laughs) if you already have one, your dream journal. Your dreams have likely been already starting to kind of electrify, come more awake or take a new shape or uh, take a new energy about themselves. It might be really subtle so far. Maybe it has been kind of growing stronger. That will probably only ramp up now that we're into Pisces season. So this is an excellent time. It's always an excellent time to dream journal, of course. Um, But this is a really excellent time to put your dream journal to use. Um, I have a couple of excellent podcasts on uh, dream work with my wonderful, wonderful friend and colleague, Andrea Morrison of Dream Life Connection. And I can link those in the show notes uh, below for everybody. If you're just looking for some basic info um, and really, really helpful info to get you started in that, any frequently asked questions, uh, really check out those episodes. So let's see. Okay, I'll make sure that's in the notes. And then another idea I have for you is escape through learning. Right now is a time that you might be really feeling called to escapism. And Pisces gets attributed this a lot, rightfully so, don't get me wrong. But Aquarius can be energy responsible for this as well because Aquarius can be very, very detached, especially from the earthly realms. And so escaping and leaning into that escapism through learning is a really excellent way to balance out the conceptual with the physical right now. So whether it's learning something that you already need to learn um, or in a subject or a field that's just going to directly benefit you in some way, whether that's benefiting you in your career or benefiting you in your personal life or in your household or in your relationship. There are all kinds of workshops, classes, podcasts, um, videos and channels on YouTube and the internet. Um, you know, all these wonderful rabbit holes of research just I know are calling your name right now. And you're probably putting those things off over and over again, because there's something else you're supposed to quote unquote, you know, you should be doing. I am struggling with this myself, hard fucking core right now. And what I've done is I've leaned into it with that witchcraft, that magic intention and said, okay, I'm going to listen to this intuitive call and pull and I'm going to make it a valuable use of my time. Now, this is up to you. Sometimes a valuable use of my time is what you might think it is. Uh, Listening to a podcast episode on a subject I have really been wanting to delve into for um, my own content or my own podcast or my own work that I do. Um, Or maybe 
I am really wanting to make headway on a workshop that I'm in the middle of working on for my business. Um, something in, in my own business coaching that I'm, I'm learning or I'm working through new strategies. I'm learning new practices. Sometimes it's that very obvious choice, you know, valuable use of my time. And sometimes the valuable use of my time is taking a total and complete brain break and letting myself do the full-blown escapism thing by watching fantasy movies or losing myself in a season of reality TV that does not matter and does not impact my life in any way and doesn't necessarily benefit me from knowing all of that information. Or maybe it's um, drawing something or coloring pages that I have no intention of sharing with anyone or, or, you know what I mean, having any kind of return on that time investment. But it's just something that I do to pass the time by, because I enjoy it. It's fascinating me or intriguing me at the moment. And I want to do it. Sometimes that is the most valuable use of my time. Don't forget that. Okay. So don't be afraid to escape where necessary. And when you need that, that balance to make it a really productive use of your time, use your escapism to your benefit and let yourself go down some rabbit holes. Like I've been letting myself lately break away from some of my really like more structured parts of my routine like going down from doing episodes every single Friday to dropping episodes every other Friday. This gave me room, even though I had to take that away, quote unquote, from my business. What I've been able to give myself in that time is investing my energy into things that directly expand and propel my business forward. Um, so sometimes you have to evaluate things that way when it comes to where you're letting your mind wander, what you're spending your time on, and where you're putting the focus of your, your mental and intellectual energy. Uh, another idea that I have for you this week is change it up in your meditation, even as simple as, and this goes especially for anyone that's like, as soon as I said that, that's like, oh my God, I really need to be meditating more. And I have not at all for a really long time. Good. This is especially for you. Change it up. If you are imagining for yourself, I need to get back to meditating. I need to get better at that again. Um, do something totally different. Meditate with a crystal you've never grabbed before. Better than that, meditate with an object, a totally different object that you've never, ever meditated with before and use its energy to ground you or anchor you into that meditation or that intention. Uh, I also think that right now is an excellent time to use technology to enhance your spiritual practice. If those feel like oxymoronic terms, if it feels like wrong to use technology to enhance your spiritual practice, well, Aquarius and Uranus have a very harsh wake up message for you, my friend. <laughs> um, technology absolutely can be spiritual and magical. It is 
part of this earth. It's part of this universe. And quite frankly, it has uh, some pretty deep roots on this earth and in this universe now. And so instead of looking at those as being conflicting energies or tools for one another, how can you bridge that gap? Let yourself get creative. How can you bridge the gap between technology and your spiritual practice? And how can technology enhance Our go-to is to do less screen time, which is good. We all need less screen time. Don't get me wrong. Um, But but I, I challenge you this week to use technology to your spiritual benefit. Uh, Another idea I would like for you to take into this week is utilize spring cleaning energy as a grounding practice. If you're feeling those itchings to rearrange, clean, reorganize, clean something out and put it all back together again, go into it with the intention of grounding yourself and use it as a grounding practice and watch that activity fill your cup right up. So I hope that this helps you and serves you well moving into the energy of this week and into this full moon. I hope that you're able to give yourself the same grace that you give others. Make sure that you're being safe let yourself have some fun. And of course, stay magical out there. Did you get something valuable out of today's show? Here's how you can help continue to grow our magic. First, you can head over to Apple or Spotify and leave a five-star rating and review. You can also share a shout out on your social media page and make sure you tag me at thatwitch.nextdoor. And of course, you can just tell a friend that you think would enjoy the show and send them a link to the episode. Thank you so much, neighbor, for your support. I'll see you next time.